0: Hi, it's Tuesday, and this is Allegro with your weekly dose of modern life. Healthier, easier, more fun. On today's show, I'm going to talk about the one tip I have for creating lasting change in your life. Then I'm going to answer a couple of questions, and then I'm going to give you a fun, easy tip to help you kick off the end of your year. All this and more after this brief musical interlude. See you after the tunes. short show because it is the holiday season. In fact, I'm here recording on Christmas Day and I do celebrate Christmas. And you might be wondering, Allegra, why are you recording on Christmas Day? Well, I can explain it in one word and that word is momentum. I'm doing this show as much for myself as I am for you. And if you're not sure what that means, then listen to episode one and you'll hear all about why momentum is so important. Now on to my one tip for creating lasting change in your life. I used to own a store for many years called green and greener. It was an eco-friendly one-stop shop and people would always say to me, Allegra, how did you become so sustainable? How did you become so eco-friendly? And I would always say to them, it didn't happen all at once. You see the way to create lasting change in your life is to decide what it is that you want to change and then pick one thing, make that change and keep doing that change until it is second nature to you until you don't even have to think about it anymore. And then you pick something else to work on. So at my store, I would tell people all the time, look, start with one thing. Maybe it's recycling or maybe it's turning off the lights in the room when you leave. Let's say you wanna become healthier. Maybe the first step is exercising or the first step is eating vegetables. Whatever it is, don't do everything you need to do in order to hit that goal. So I would tell people, look, don't recycle, mulch, start a garden, change your light bulbs. Don't do that all at once because it'll feel overwhelming. Same thing with getting in shape. If you change your diet and your sleeping patterns and your exercise, hey, I think that's great and very ambitious, but you can be setting yourself up for failure in that way because it can feel so overwhelming. So the way to create lasting change is to pick one thing, make that change, implement that change, do that change every single day until it no longer feels like work to you, and then do something else. Now, as I mentioned, this is a short show. So all I'm going to do is a couple of call-ins, and then I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's coming up in next time. So I had one question come in from a listener from Ann in New Jersey. And Ann wrote in and said, Allegra, I read your bio. You've done a lot of different things in your life. How have you managed to do so many things? And first of all, Ann, thank you for writing in. <laughs> so I get... Guess- I get this whole, "while wow, you've done a lot of things in your life question before, and let me answer this two ways. First of all, I'm not sure that that's a goal that everyone should shoot for, doing a lot of different things. I can tell you that I've done a lot of different things because I'm interested in a lot of different things, and I also have read a lot of different productivity experts who say that the way I do things, which is doing a lot of different things at the same time, is actually not a good process if you want to achieve quote unquote success in your life. And let me just explain a little bit more about that. You see, some people say that if you focus on too many things then you can't really push one thing forward. And I would completely agree with that. So if you want to be hugely successful in one area of your life, then you might want to focus a little bit more than I have. However, I realized a long time ago that I wasn't going to define success the way other people had defined it. You see, because for me, I'm just interested in learning as much as I can in this lifetime and seeing what's possible, seeing what I can accomplish. Just being really successful in one area of my life I just realized a long time ago it wasn't enough for me because I'm just really curious about a lot of different things. So if you want to define life in a different way than other people do, by all means do it. And I just say, Anne, if it sounds interesting to you to do something, then learn about it, experience it, seek it out, see what you can do about it. Because just because one person says you need to stick with one thing That doesn't mean that that has to be how you define success. And maybe that wasn't even part of your question, Anne. But what I'd say is I was just curious about sustainability. That was my lifestyle. And I wanted to learn as much as I could about it. And then when I learned a lot about it, I wanted to share it with people. And when it came to inventing gazpacho shots, again, I just thought it was a great product. It was a product I wanted. So that's why I created it. So if something interests you, By all means, seek it out, learn about it, and try it out. Thank you so much for your question. And now we're going to do a fun call in. By the way, if you visit my, if you download the Anchor FM app, you can actually do a call in like this. And I'm going to answer a call in right now.
1: Hi, this is Katherine Hines calling in from Atlanta. Uh, Lagra, I am really excited about your new podcast, especially since you're one of my go-to friends for healthy living inspiration and advice. And I was also really excited to hear your recent podcast uh, about momentum with documentary filmmaker Jeff Springer, um, partly because he's also a longtime friend and partly because he is a flamethrower, like you described. In fact, I think you're both flamethrowers. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing his new film, Rodents of Unusual Size. I'm calling in because I have a question for you though. Uh, you just started a podcast, you teach intuitive cooking, you started multiple businesses, you have a family life, basically, you have a lot going on. And I'm really wanting to hear the Allegra Ramos tip on how to say no to things, um, even if they're really great things. So when you have varied interests and lots of ideas and energy, and at some point you have to make decisions, how do you choose which great ideas to pursue? And when you decide to pivot or cut your losses, so to speak, so that you can really invest your energies into something else.
0: Catherine Hines, thank you for that question. So the first part of that question was, how do I decide what to say no to? A long time ago, I heard an interview where someone was telling a story about Richard Branson and they had heard Richard Branson speak in an event and they were so impressed that they wanted to bring Richard Branson out to their company. And so they called Richard Branson's office and they offered a sum of money for him to speak and his office said, no, Richard's not available. And so they went back two more times and offered more money each time. And the third time, Richard Branson's office went back to them and said, sorry, we didn't explain it good enough, but Richard has a set of goals. And if doing something does not move one of his goals forward, then he just doesn't do it. And I remember being hit by that sense of clarity because, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I am interested in so many different things. But I loved that idea of knowing so clearly what it is that you're working on that it gave you an easy way to say no. And by the way, I'm not the sort of person to say that this style of living is for everyone. But if you are motivated to do a lot of different things in your life, then this is a really helpful tip for you. Okay, so I created a self-directed retreat for myself and one of my best friends and I went on, we created this retreat and uh, we did this about two years ago. And I laid out my goals, and so that makes it really easy for me to say no to certain things. So for instance, I am a longtime Toastmaster, and Toastmasters has this competition called the World Championship of Public Speaking, and I love competing in this competition because it just, it takes my speaking, my public speaking skills to the next level, just that the crucible of competition does that for me. However, when someone asked me if I was going to be competing in 2018, I thought to myself, ah, interesting. That does not move forward any of the goals that I am working on in 2018. Therefore, I can say no. And it was a challenge for me because I love doing this competition. So it wasn't a, I get to say no. It was a well, if I'm sticking to what I want to accomplish in 2018, then I need to say no to this. And something else happened. I had a meeting the other day with someone about starting a cooking show for television. And I realized that working on that project, as exciting as it would be, again, would not help push forward my 2018 goals. And so I think If you can become really clear about what your goals are, it makes it really easy to say no to things. Now, I will also say that you heard me interview Kim Hawthorne uh, in my last episode, and she said how she turned down going to a concert because she had stuff to work on. I definitely do that all the time, and I actually have to create for myself a goal to hang out with friends once a month in order to keep up my social relations, because that is important to me. However, I have to, I'm so used to saying no to social things in order to move forward professional and personal goals of mine that I actually have to remind myself to be social. And I love being social. It's just that I love what I'm working on so much that it's actually kind of easy for me to say no. So, you know, it's not work for me to work in a lot of ways because I enjoy what I'm doing. Sometimes I actually have to remind myself not to work. That being said, when I'm with my family, I am 100% with my family. So for instance, when we go on a family hike or we go out to eat or we're even just watching a movie, I am not there on my phone checking things. I put my phone away, I put my phone in my pocket, I leave my phone in the car, whatever I have to do so that I'm not distracted and I'm 100% there. Because what's the point of me being there? I'm not actually there. Thanks again for calling in, Catherine. And I know you actually left me a couple other questions, which is so awesome. And I will do those in future shows. Now for a little audio break, and then I'll be back with my fun, easy tip for bringing in the new year. Stay tuned. And now for my fun and easy tip for ringing in the new year. Rituals are important. They give shape to our lives. They are kind of like signposts, things we know to expect and look forward to. And a lot of us have New Year's rituals, right? Maybe it's kissing someone at midnight or drinking champagne or watching the ball in Times Square drop. But I'm talking about rituals that help give closure to your year, 2017, And also help you welcome 2018 with excitement and momentum. And the goal, the the ritual that I'm talking about is one of letting go of things. And it's a very simple ritual. All you do is write something down on a piece of paper that you want to let go of and then burn it. Release it. Don't think about it ever again. You know, holding on to things that have happened to you that are wrong or debts that are owed you or even old goals and dreams, it can weigh you down, it can hold you back. So let's say some you lent someone money, and you know you're never going to see that money again. Write that down on the piece of paper, burn it, release it. Or maybe something happened to you in 2017 that you weren't happy about, or maybe you didn't handle something as well as you could have. It's just as important to forgive yourself as it is to forgive other people. So write that down, burn it, let it go. Sometimes old goals and dreams, though, are the hardest things to let go of. We want those things so bad. Not necessarily anymore, but we want them for the person we used to be or or even the child that we used to be. But you know what? It's okay for your goals and dreams to change as you get older. But you got to let them go because you can't embrace the new if you're too busy holding on to the old. So I just think that's a really great way to just clear out 2017, you know, stick a pin in it, It's done, (laughs) and enter in the new year. There's lots of other things that people do in order to ritualistically welcome the new year. Some people, I know in Italy, they get new red underwear to wear for the new year. In Spain, they eat 12 grapes at the stroke of midnight to give them 12 months of good luck. I think those are a lot of fun, but the writing it down, burning it so you can release things that are might be holding you back, I think is just a wonderful way to close the book on 2017. So that's the end of our show today. It was a short show as I mentioned. Next week's going to be a short show as well. And next week I'm mostly just going to talk about what's going to come in 2018, introduce you to a couple of my good friends and mentors and advisors in my life and how they're going to be showing up in the podcast in 2018. Now if you thought my show was fun or useful please let me know by sending me a tip through Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Allegra Ramos, A-L-E-G-R-E-R-A-M-O-S. It's only with your financial and emotional support that I can make this podcast happen. And if you'd ever like to call in the way my friend Catherine did, simply download the Anchor FM app, and you can call in that way, and I can play your question on the air. Or you can email me at hello at AllegraRamos.com. That's A-L-E-G-R-E ramos.com and be sure to subscribe to my podcast. I look forward to talking to you next Tuesday with your weekly dose of modern life, healthier, easier, more fun, and have a great new year. I'll see you in 2018.